For the past 70 years, the General Services Administration and its public building service has kept the roof over federal heads. But the mission hasn't changed. Advances in technology, though, and data analytics have given the agency better insight into its real property portfolio. Allison Azevedo is the acting PBS deputy commissioner and former assistant commissioner for the Office of Leasing. As part of our ongoing special report, GSA at 70, she tells Federal News Network's Jory Heckman how she got started at PBS and what's changed during 30 years of service. Well, I came to GSA right out of college, and that was just a few years ago. It was in 1988, and I actually started out in Chicago because I majored in design. So where else better to start your career than in Chicago, right? And at the time, GSA was offering a really competitive salary compared to design firms. And I thought, well, this gets me to Chicago, and it seems like it's going to be a really good job, at least for a couple years. But like a lot of us that have been here for over 30 years, it ended up being a really great opportunity and a really great career to learn all facets of the real estate business. What did GSA offer that you know those design firms didn't quite... What, what could GSA offer you that those design firms uh, couldn't? So I think the most important thing was the variety of work at the time, because when I came to GSA, we were literally doing drawings on drafting boards. It was very hands-on. AutoCAD hadn't really hit the market yet, and we were doing everything from judges' chambers and fabulous historic courthouses to Army Corps of Engineers facilities within a regional office to help support their mission on building bridges and roads and so forth. So there was such a tremendous variety in the kind of design work that we were able to accomplish for GSA, serving so many different federal government agencies as well as the federal courts. You were talking about CAD, you were talking about the technology, and certainly as the years have gone by, the technology has changed exponentially. But from the time of when you started at PBS to present day, how have you seen the, the nature of your job and the nature of this work change through all those years? I think the biggest thing that's changed from doing the hands-on work, everything from our designs on drafting boards to how we operate and maintain our buildings, there's been a dramatic shift. And I think technology has made everything a little bit more sophisticated, and we can do a lot more management of real estate through leveraging technology as well as vendor partners. So I believe that having computers that run buildings, computers that generate drawings, and putting that technology together and learning from industry best practices, we're really able to better fulfill our mission by delivering top quality services to federal agencies. So that's been the biggest shift. I think technology has changed all of our lives in some way and changed all of our work, but I really think that GSA leveraged it in a really great way so we could be more things to the federal government. And then on the flip side, because you know one pushes and pulls on the other, how have you seen the PBS and the GSA workforce change over the years? Technology makes some tasks obsolete and makes others more important. So, you know, with that in mind, have you seen that workforce change over the years? Yes, I believe it has in the way that we realize that we really need subject matter expertise in-house. While we aren't doing the work, we need those experts that can interpret those codes and regulations that we have to comply with in keeping our buildings safe and secure, whether it's a seismic condition, whether it's fire and life safety 
regulations, whether it's uh, materials that need to be removed in our aging infrastructure. It's great to have vendor partners that we can leverage to help us accomplish a lot of that work, but we also need subject matter experts to make sure that what we are accepting and the construction work that we're doing is in full compliance. This is a bit of a broad question, but overall, what do you see as the central mission of PBS? And, you know, again, kind of the template here, you know, have you seen that mission change over the years or, you know, from your own perspective, have you seen that change? It's been an interesting vantage point being in headquarters now versus working out of a regional office. So I was in a regional office kind of taking direction from a headquarters for 27 years of my career. Now being in a headquarters, hearing what the mission and direction of the administration is, has been a really interesting perspective. And I think being able to take that vision and turn it into something that's operational at the regional level has been a really great opportunity for me personally because I know how the work gets done. So it's not easy to flip that switch a lot of times. We've gone from during some periods being very customer focused and being an order taker where a customer says, I want this, and we develop it, we price it, and we deliver it versus a very constrained financial environment where we were really the police on the workspace of saying, no, you can only get this much space. So the pendulum has really shifted. And what I'm really excited about now, it really is on both the mission and the money. So creating work environments where agencies can best perform their mission to deliver to the public as well as let's focus on what's most important and beneficial to the taxpayer. So offering really effective workplace strategies to federal agencies, as well as then talking about how we can save money through real estate for the taxpayer. So I feel like we've hit a good balance from those dramatic shifts that I've seen happen in the past to where we are today and really focusing on those opportunities Mm -hmm. for customers and to save money. What advice would you give to new PBS employees? Or put another way, you know, what advice would you give an earlier version of yourself just starting out? I think you know the, the biggest thing is follow up and follow through. Do what you say you were going to do when you said you were going to do it. I think that that's, that's really important. Um, we, there's so much work, and there are a lot of distractions. And being able to execute on a plan is super important. The other thing I would say that for people coming to GSA, you know, if you want to learn about anything related to real estate, we have so many programs and business lines, and it's really a great opportunity to take advantage of that learning. So GSA provides a great work-life balance for people from the time they enter until they, you know, may move up through senior executive service. And I really feel like It really is what you make of it. And the people who work at GSA are what makes GSA a great place to work. Allison Azevedo is the Acting Public Building Service Deputy Commissioner, speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Jory also spoke with Giancarlo Brizzi, the Regional Commissioner for the Public Building Service for the Greater Southwest United States. Brizzi tells Federal News Network's Jory Heckman how working for the Public Building Service compares to his private sector work. 
If I didn't grow up in the public building service or even in GSA, coming out of college, I went into management consulting where I worked for 10 years, um, supporting various government agencies, and then was recruited to work at the Department of the Treasury and was there for eight years and at the time was a customer of the public building service as we were in lease space. And then at one point was recruited to come over here to join the Office of Government-wide Policy, was there for a number of years, about four years, worked very closely with the public building service various parts of the organization, all the CXOs, as well as the Federal Acquisition Service. I always had a unique passion for space and buildings. My father's an architect, and so he kind of always instilled this passion in me. All of our family vacations were centered around visiting buildings, uh, Frank Lloyd Wright locations, and so that just naturally kind of appealed to me. And when this opportunity came up in PBS to go down to Fort Worth, Texas to be the regional commissioner, I jumped on it and put my name in the hat, if you will, and have been very happy doing so. What were some of the takeaways of you know that shift from customer to in the agency? So it's interesting. Being a customer, you naturally just generally want to complain, right? You, you want better space, a better location, all of those things. And you take it for granted all the work that goes behind the scenes uh, to provide that space and how hard it is. And so from that perspective, and we were very fortunate in the lease space that we were at. It was a great location. We were very happy with it. But coming over to the public building service and now being in the region where I like to say where the rubber meets the road and you're working day to day with the customers on those space needs, you have a totally different perspective and appreciation behind the scenes, all of those things that go into making that transaction, providing the space actually happen in a timely manner. Technology, have you seen that change from the beginning of your service to present day? How has that changed the way that you and your colleagues are able to do the job that you do? So here at GSA, and this has actually been one of the things that's impressed me uh, incredibly while coming to the agency, was how good of an IT shop that we have. We have a wonderful CIO, David Shive, and an amazing organization supporting us from a technology perspective. As with any agency organization, whether it's public sector or private, you really rely on technology to fulfill your mission. And PBS is no different than any of those organizations. I would say for us, one of the things I didn't realize is how much within the public buildings service we rely on technology. And one example of that was the building automated systems and and how much we rely on them. One, to provide a comfortable climate for our customers or visitors or, or tenants in the agency, but also makes us operate those systems, whether it's heating, ventilation, air conditioning, in a more efficient manner, utilities such as lighting in a more efficient manner, reducing operations costs, And then also, these systems help us prolong the lifespan of those um, critical building systems, again, saving money for the taxpayer. So we rely on this technology, and we're looking at ways, how can we even use that even further, leverage it even more so? Does that technology now mean, do we need less people building managers in these buildings because we can rely on this technology? And can we put those assets in other more critical areas of need? What I'm hearing, and correct me if I'm wrong, but almost anticipating what needs maintenance, anticipating what needs repair before it actually reaches that crisis point. Absolutely. I'll tell you, as being in the job, the one thing that I will get a call within an hour, particularly in the greater southwest region in a very hot climate, 
is if the air conditioning goes out. Within an hour, I have a, a call from a screaming customer, very upset. And it, I understand that perspective. But more importantly is we certainly don't want to put our visitors or our tenants at a discomfort and have any kind of impact on operations where they have to either close down that office. Because there's people who plan their days around going to Social Security Administration, the VA, whoever it is, IRS, um, to get those benefits that they're entitled to or, or coordinate. So we take that very seriously, and we don't want to have that happen. And so relying on these systems to help us, one, immediately understand that it happened and what might be the cost so that we can rectify and get it up and operational as quickly as possible is a tremendous value. How do you see that impacting the role of the workforce in the time that you've been here at PBS? One of the things, it was interesting hearing kind of the other responses from both Commissioner Matthews and and Allison as they talked about the evolution of the workforce. I don't bring that perspective because I wasn't in the workforce of PBS for an extended period of time. I will tell you from a distance, I was always very impressed by the workforce, the people that we have. They're very competent, hardworking, and very much mission-focused. Having come to the region now and being part of PBS, that mindset or that perspective has not changed. It's only been reinforced. And getting back to the original question about the technology, it is incredibly impressive, the type of issues that our employees have to deal with and the reliance that they have to know intimately, the building systems and the technology and work with a multifaceted team. It's not just about their expertise. It's relying on the expertise of other parts of the organization, whether it's the vendor um, that we have helping us with operations and maintenance. It's with the acquisition team who's engaged that vendor. And so it really is a team dynamic. And so you have to be competent, team-oriented to really get the job done. And by and large, they're very successful at doing so. And it's not just a normal work week, 40 hours a week. These buildings never sleep. Many of the operations that we support in the region are 24-7. And what amazes me is on the weekend, whether it's a hurricane that's coming in or there's a, an issue on the weekend because an HVAC uh, or air conditioning system went out, they're always there and responsive to the needs of the customer. How have you seen the mission of PBS? What do you see as that central mission? And if it has evolved in the time that you've been here? So obviously our mission is very much about meeting the space needs of our customers at minimal cost to the taxpayer. That's at the core of what we do. But I would even expand it further, and this is what I try to instill on on our team, is really our mission is the mission of the agency that we're supporting. And that's really unique to PBS. What other place do you get to work in government where it's not just your mission? It's all of the missions, all of the agencies that you're working with. And from an evolutionary standpoint, one of the things that at least I saw when I was at the Department of the Treasury was PBS being more of an order taker, as Allison was describing, to more now of a consultative role where it's a partnership, where sometimes we have to work with them to talk about, hey, look, we want to reduce your space, and this is the value of doing so. At the end of the day, it's more mission for the dollar. And so the more you're spending on space, the less you get to spend on mission. And so, again, it's more of a consultative client relationship, partnership, as opposed to just a order-taking one. Giancarlo Brisi, the Regional Commissioner for the Public Building Services, Greater Southwest Region, speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.